Welcome to the week with Japan Forward. I am Ariel Buzetto, a journalist at Japan Forward. With this podcast, we bring to busy people this week's news from Japan in less than 10 minutes. Have a listen. In politics, the beginning of the week was kicked off by the Japan US summit. The headlines, in particular, picked up that US President Joe Biden was asked whether the US was prepared to defend Taiwan militarily. And surprisingly, Biden replied yes. Why was the simple word picked up by the media all over the world? Because until now, in dry geopolitical terms, the US had the stance of, quote, strategic ambiguity. Aides of Biden quickly rushed to the rescue later, saying that the president had said that the policy had not changed compared to previous announcements. But it does seem that the US messaging has become less ambiguous with regards to China. On this, a Sanke editorial reads quote, Deterring a China that is using its mammoth economic strength to rapidly expand its military power will be no easy task. While continuing to cooperate with international society in that regard, we must look to the Japan US alliance to play the central role. We should realize that the world has never before looked to the Japan US alliance to play a critical role as much as it does today. While in Japan, President Biden also met with families of Japanese citizens abducted by North Korea. It was defined as a, quote, heartwarming meeting. By participating families. In particular, Biden spoke about his personal experiences of losing his children with Sakie Yokota. Megumi, Sakie's daughter, was abducted when she was only 13. The family's representatives hoped that now, as the pandemic is slowing down, the government will take action regarding the abduction issue. If you want to know the inside story, read Editorial Regional Strategy Centered on Japan US Alliance Key to Deterring China and Biden to Families of Japanese Abducted by North Korea I Know How You Feel on the Japan Forward website. It was a big week for foreign relations, so you will indulge me a little longer as we talk about the Quad Summit on May 24th. Quad stands for Quadrilateral Security Dialogue. And includes Japan, US, India, and Australia. It has the aim to promote cooperation in the Indo Pacific and implicitly push back against Chinese influence. The Quad has been picking up in recent years, with the first leaders' meeting in September 2021. And in Tokyo, leaders met once more. Newly elected Australian Prime Minister Antonio Albanese attended a mere two days after being elected as leader. The host country Prime Minister Fumio Kishida said in a press conference quote, On issues including the war in Ukraine, we agreed on the importance of protecting the rule of law and the integrity of the country's territory, as well as condemning the unilateral use of force in any territory, including the Indo Pacific. The elephant in the room, however, was, of course, the joint statement contained no explicit mention of Russia. Pointing to India's continued ambivalence towards the war in Ukraine. If you want to know more, read the article Quad Leaders Condemn Unilateral Use of Force in the Indo Pacific on our website. 
we move out of Japan and talk about the Philippines. The expected president, Ferdinand Marcos Jr., met on May 23rd with Japan's ambassador to Manila, Kazuhiko Koshikawa. Koshikawa discussed the prospect of two countries going forward, speaking of the official assistance through the Japan International Cooperation Agency, known as JICA. In a briefing, Marcos shared the two countries' future possibilities for cooperation on infrastructure and employment, as, quote, Japan would like to see an increase in the employment of Filipinos in Japan. This ties us nicely to the update on travel restrictions in Japan, because, in fact, on May 26th, the Japanese Prime Minister announced that starting from June 10th, Japan will be opening its borders to tour groups, with more relaxations to come. Japan has also since announced that people coming from low-risk countries will be exempt from PCR tests upon arrival and from quarantine. This is the first time that Japan is opening up to tourists since April 2020. In short, it seems that steps are being taken slowly, but they are definitely going in the right direction for people wanting to come to Japan. If you want to know more, read the article Japan Wants to See More Filipino Workers, Ambassador, and Japan Opens to Tour Groups Expect to Further Relax Borders on our website. May 24th marked three months since the start of the war in Ukraine. The world has been moved by young women and men fighting for their country. In Japan, there has been particular focus brought to women in battle. Two manga have recently been very popular in bookstores. The first one is Keito Kome's manga adaptation of The Unwomanly Face of War by Nobel Prize winner Svetlana Alexievich. Rather than heroic tales, the story portrays the complicated emotions of women affected by war. The second manga is Toma Aisaka's Doshi Shoujo Yo Tekio Ute, literally, what young women comrade shoot the enemy. This is instead a story of a battle in the German-Soviet war and was number one in the Oricon Weekly book ranking announced on April 15th. As the article by Eiji Homa and Sean Fernando reads, quote, both books are engaging material relevant to this time we are living in as Russia continues to send its soldiers to Ukraine. Whether you choose the engaging manga or the book versions of these stories, they will draw you right in. To find out more, read Women of War, Japan's Rising Attention to Women on the Front Lines on the Japan Forward website. How can we lead a healthier life? Research at Kumamoto University tried to answer this question. Experts found that monitoring vitals of heart rate and arterial oxygen saturation allowed for safe hypoxic training. Hypoxic training means when training takes place at slightly higher levels of oxygen than average. It is considered an effective therapy for people with low physical fitness and obesity. Hypoxic training had not yet been studied with the exception of athletes and the effects were unknown. Research suggests that real-time monitoring can help evaluate hypoxic training effectiveness. This means that if wearable devices became more common, so could hypoxic training, and with it, potentially a healthy life expectancy. If you want to know the details, read Extend Your Life, Train Safely Like Athletes on the Japan Forward website. In the field of sports, we now talk about judo. The former coach of the stellar Japanese Olympic judo team, Kose Inoue, is back with a column. In his article, he talks about the recent All Japan Judo Championships. 
They took place for the first time in three years on April 29th. Debuting in 1948, the particularity of these championships is that there is no weight class category. As Inoue writes, for me, the All Japan Judo Championship stands at the pinnacle of the sport, and a judoka cannot claim to be the best of the best until he has won it. Inoue goes on to describe the winner, 20-year-old Tatsuro Saito, and other participants who also brought the performance to the mat. If you want to find out more, read the column Kose Inoue, The Challenge and Charm of the All Japan Championships. Find other columns by Kose Inoue on the Japan Forward website. Last up. I won't lie, as we approach June, my heart sinks because it means one thing. Rainy season, or tsuyu in Japanese. But as ever, photographer Jason Halaiko in his column finds a way to think positively about the situation in what he calls the extra season in Japan. Specialized in action photography, Jason gives useful tips on how to buy gear, what to capture with your camera, and the fun ways that you can experiment with pictures on a rainy day. As he cheerily writes, if you are out shooting anything with movement, playing with puddles and splashes can be great fun. To find out more, find Jason Halaiko's column, A Photographer's Note, Rain, Rain, Go Away, No Way. Find more photography tips and tricks at A Photographer's Note on the Japan Forward website. Thanks you guys for listening. You can get in touch on Twitter with me at Ariel Buzetto. That's all for this week. Catch you next time. 次は目黒に泊まります。